It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. The state that concerns me the most, while Florida gets a lot of attention in the media because of Governor Ron DeSantis and obviously Donald Trump, a resident of Florida and other factors, it's really Georgia that concerns me the most. And not just from the Democrat perspective of what Democrats' efforts are, but what is going on in Georgia with the Republican Party? There is a lack of cohesion, no matter what the public messaging is, when you dig into the many aspects. And it's not, a, it's not new, of course, in many states. There are differences uh, in, within the party, uh, people with different points of view. That's perfectly fine. But what does it mean when it comes to the general election this year, not just at the congressional level, my next guest is a congressional candidate, but at the state and local level? Christian Zim uh, is a congressional candidate in Georgia's 5th District. His website, christianzim.com. Christian, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, David. Uh, How are you? I hope you had a great 4th of July weekend. I did. Thank you. I hope you did, too. Uh, Let's dive right in. As I said, Georgia concerns me because there is a lack of cohesion. You know, first you win, then you make policy and politics. There are differences. There are successes and failures right from the governor's office down to the local level. So in Georgia, as a congressional candidate and where you are, let's talk about your race But with that umbrella in mind that if Georgia does not unite as a party uh, publicly, not statements, but effectively in the ground game, it could be uh, more fertile ground for Democrats. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm the uh, Republican nominee in the 5th Congressional District here, which is, um, if you're not familiar with the the lines, it's pretty much Atlanta, uh, right in the heart of Atlanta. Um, So it obviously tends to... uh, trend blue, and this is John Lewis's old seat. Um, but, you know, I hear your concerns about, you know, whether or not Georgia can come together where we can win the governor's mansion again and turn uh, our Senate seat here that's up for re-election back to red. And the one thing that I've noticed, so I've been here 10 years uh, and involved uh, in politics ever since I moved here. And one thing that I know is that Stacey Abrams is the great uniter of the Republican Party. So, you know, I don't care if you voted for David Perdue or uh, Brian Kemp in the election, whether you're a hardcore Trumper or not, um, everyone agrees that Stacey Abrams cannot be our next governor. Um, She will be a complete disaster for our state. Um, I mean, there's just so many reasons. Uh, Economically, she she was pretty much single-handedly why we lost the All-Star game um, last year, which was just awful for the people up in Cobb County, all the hundreds of millions of dollars they lost. Um, economically with with losing that game and just so many other reasons. But, you know, for my race here in Atlanta, right in the heart of Fulton County, um, you know, obviously we have a a tough race ahead of us, but um, if there's anybody who can do it, it's me. If there's anybody who can flip it, it's me. If there's any year, it's going to flip it. It's this year. Uh, We set a record in the primaries for the most uh, primary votes for a Republican candidate running in the seat in the history. Um, And the last person, in fact, who got over 20,000 votes, last Republican candidate ended up winning that general election. And that was 52 years ago. So, you know, history is on our side for sure. We're absolutely really excited. 
Um, I'm going to have an effect on the up ballot races, on the uh, Senate race and on the governor's race uh, here in Atlanta. Uh, and we can't be more excited about it. Yeah, I hear you on Stacey Abrams, but I can I question the effectiveness of a strategy publicly and uh, and overall in any which way that focuses solely on Stacey Abrams. If you look at the Georgia governor's race, Christian, uh, Kemp has what I would call a stable position and a significant lead across the board, tracking polls over time, even in his voting percentages versus uh, Purdue in the primary. Abrams voting numbers for her versus where Georgia writ large is isn't from border to border, not just within Atlanta. But while the focus is on her, the Democrat ground game and your district is, you know, your district challenge, but on on other in other districts and in other areas, their gains are not all about or their efforts are, and gains are not all about the winning this November election, but building a foundation for the next election. And what I don't see with the Republican Party in Georgia is that bench that's being built into municipal, state Senate, legislature and others. And being where you are now by the numbers is not enough to counter the Democrats if they have pickups in those areas. Well, it's a it's a good concern. And, and all I would tell you is that um, so we had qualifying back in March um, to run for state and federal and municipal races here in our state. And if you look at the numbers, we have double the amount of Republican candidates running compared to Democratic candidates. Uh, we have candidates in just about every single race across the state, both, both at the state level and at the uh, federal level. Uh, so this is the year for the Republican Party. I mean, this is going to be a red wave, not just in Georgia, but around the country. Um, but people are energized and you have to give people a choice, first and foremost, um, at the at the ballot box, which is obviously part of what my campaign is all about. You can't start turning the tide in a lot of these heavy Democrat areas if you don't have people that step up and say, you know what, I'm going to go out and do this and make an impact and do it on the ground level. And, you know, the Democrats have been very good, very strategic. Um, you know, Stacey Abrams and her fair fight have done a really good job. You have to hand it to her over the last couple of years. Basically, single-handedly is the reason why Georgia has two U.S. senators right now is because they had such a good uh, ground game. Now, of course, it's, you know, there's a, uh, the election integrity concerns and a lot of shady business that their organization has done, um, which, of course, we won't stoop to that level. Um, but we have to we have to get out there. We have to door knock. We have to phone bank. We have to do what they're uh, but, but Republicans haven't been willing to do in a very long time. Um, and so having been in this process, you know, we have uh, what about a little over four months uh, to go until Election Day. Um, I am optimistic. I'm optimistic that we're going to be able to perform very well. Uh, we're going to win back the governor's mansion and we're going to win back um, the United States Senate seat here. And I think there's going to be a couple other surprises, too at the congressional level. Let's, you, you never know what's going to happen. All right, so let's dig into your district. And I'm a by-the-numbers guy. I think most people figured that out by now. I mean, yes, public messaging and all, all the other parts of the campaign boots-on-the-ground game are important. Uh, in the primary election, uh, you know, Nikema Williams, the Democrat, uh, she garnered, again, primaries, low turnout, but 34,908 votes, yours unopposed 21,540 votes. 
So you're already at a deficit in your district. Democrats had a total of 40,228 votes. So a few others picked up two other candidates on the Democrat side. So there's your by the numbers challenge, translating that and taking that into a general election in November 8. How do you do it? Yeah, well, yeah, well, I looked at the district precinct by precinct. I broke it down after the numbers uh, came out uh, from the Georgia Secretary of State's numbers. So I know all the statistics. I know where my, my support is and where I need to, to work on it. Um, and we're going to be going to every single community. You know, I'm just I'm reaching out right now to every neighborhood association, every uh, neighborhood planning unit um, organization to go and reach out and speak to them. You know, really, the, the thing about my campaign is that it's nonpartisan. OK, um, the fact of the matter is, is that inflation is completely out of control. Atlanta has the second worst inflation rate in the entire country, only behind Phoenix, Arizona. And our inflation is over 10 percent. OK, so everything is getting more expensive. And there's a lot of reasons for that. But that's a really big talking point right now. And secondly, is, is obviously the crime um, we had just two weeks ago. Um, two really horrible shootings, one in which uh, it, it's just so ridiculous. An individual um, was at Subway, and the Subway worker put too much mayonnaise on their sandwich, and so they shot him, and they died. Um, and so it's it's just ridiculous kind of how petty these crimes are getting. And, and also, I just to mention, you know, because you brought up my opponent, so we had one of the most violent weekends of the year two weeks ago, and my opponent, the incumbent in Washington, D.C., she thought that after this violent weekend, Monday morning in the United States House of Representatives, she put down a bill and sponsored a bill about braided hair discrimination. Okay. Braided. Now, look, I don't want people who are have braided hair to be discriminated against, obviously. Who, who would want that? But at a time when you have one of the most violent weekends in our city this year, that's what you think is the most important thing to do, braided hair. I mean, it's just crazy. So when I go out in the, in the community and I start talking about these dis, the distinctions between myself and my opponent, how she doesn't take crime seriously. She doesn't even have crime listed on any of her websites, any of her social media. She never talks about any of it. Um, and she also comes back into the district with a big security detail. So she lives in a different reality than we do. Um, when I go out there and I speak this message, people are going to see that, you know, I'm really the only candidate in this race who's going to take this thing seriously and get the, this crime under control. Um, and so whoever you are on, on either side, Republican or Democrat, both sides want to live in a safe community where they can go out to a mall. They can go out um, on the Fourth of July weekend, take a jog without fear of not coming home. So that's what my campaign is all about, whether it's zoning, crime, or inflation. It's all about nonpartisan issues. Let's come together and solve these issues that are in our community. You can join me live on The David Webb Show, Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east, on Sirius XM Patriot 125.